Thank you. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
draws back. Tasha, so join me together. Bonnet! 
Sham in the AM. Good morning. It's Monday. Heading back to work on this Monday morning. I thank you all for tuning in. Welcome to a JM in the AM. It feels like Monday today, doesn't it? <laughs> it feels like Monday. Friday was the uh, 3rd of July. A lot of people were off. We had a, we had an amazing audience size, I'm proud to say. And I'm sure a lot of people had Friday uh, to relax a little bit. Then uh, Shabbos, of course. I know in this area, a lot of people were away for Shabbos. A lot of people up in the Catskill region. Yesterday, we had a pretty relaxing 4th of July weekend Sunday with an amazing barbecue. I want to give a special thank you to our hosts. We had an amazing um, 4th of July weekend barbecue dominated by delicious A&H products. So that was wonderful. And you know how it is when you walk in on a Monday morning after all that? It is a uh, it's a challenge getting back into things, but here we are, having gotten back into things, I'm proud to say. Uh, you heard Cold OD, that was um, uh, done by the Aish uh, Kodesh cast. You heard Cold Brahma from Simcha Liner. Bore Olam, or actually, say, actually I should say Bore Pri from Joey Newcomb. Jonathan Sheinfeld, Lotra Tzchuoti. Lolam Vaed, done by our friends at DRS. Masach Hashem, it's our Monday morning theme song for Mayor Sherman. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's a Monday on this July 6th, the 14th of Tammuz. Today is the day that David Matlow joins us via Zoom. And you are all invited to Zoom in at 8 a.m. Eastern time to see part two of his exclusive JM and the AM tour of his Herzl collection. He has a bunch of material that is uh, Herzl USA related. We thought that would be perfect for the 4th of July. So again, at 8 o'clock this morning, you could zoom in 814-353-5064. It's uh, password lowercase jmam. Again, zoom ID is 814-353-5064. And the uh, zoom password is lowercase J.M. A.M. And we are very much looking forward to that at 8 o'clock this morning. 77 degrees, 57% humidity. Winds are east at 9 miles an hour. Sunny today, scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon with a high temperature of 89. Then tonight, scattered thunderstorms, a low of 72. Tomorrow, scattered thunderstorms, a high temperature, 83 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 79. We're at 77 in New York City. As we say good morning at J.M. and the A.M. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Trucker Yitz commented during Bonus JM. He says, good morning, America. Good afternoon, Israel and the Middle East. Good evening, Australia. Uh, I'm going to listen to the entire program on the way to Lakewood, New Jersey. He then reveals that he's doing a bus run from uh, Camp Base Yaakov in Lakewood, New Jersey, or actually to Camp Base Yaakov, I assume, from Lakewood to Ferndale. Now, don't tell the governor this yet, of course. You don't want to tell the governor of the uh, state of New York. Uh, and what I'm assuming is happening, here's what I'm assuming, that uh, that because one of the clever things I heard that some of the summer camps are doing is closing for Shabbos, and that somehow helps the situation in New York State. So I'm assuming that's what happened here, and now they're heading back on a Monday morning. That's my, that's my assumption. I could be wrong, but I'm just guessing. 
Uh, in terms of everybody else, we've asked now for 25 straight days that the governor at least address the issue with us, at least tell us what's going on and why in terms of his thought process regarding summer camps in the uh, state of New York. He has uh, not responded. Uh, then we heard there would be some type of decision, a a, a judgment, a uh, response to a hearing that we would hear about on Tuesday of last week. Then we heard Thursday of last week. Then there was a rumor going around it could be before Shabbos or right after Shabbos. Meanwhile, it's Monday, July 6th, and we've heard nothing, absolutely nothing. So not only has the governor done uh, what we feel has been a terrible injustice to families and children throughout New York State, or at least those from the tri-state area that would be heading to summer camps in New York State, um, but he won't even give us an explanation or discuss it with us, which is really, really upsetting, really upsetting. Uh, not unexpected, frankly, or surprising, but really upsetting. Um, and those who've been clever enough to figure out what to do with their camps, nonetheless, vote to you. And those who have moved out of New York State, uh, like our friends at Camp Missouri who've moved to Pennsylvania, we wish them the best of luck as they really ramp up their camp season over the next few days. And uh, and that's it. What, what else can I tell you? What else can I tell you? And those parents who have children at home because of the whole camping situation, um, I hope that uh, you're able to make it as productive and as wonderful a summer for your family as possible. Bezrat Hashem. Uh, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our aforementioned friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, and they're now available. Uh, the hot dogs are now available at Trader Joe's nationwide. Go to kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net, and enjoy a 10% discount with promo code RADIO. Also, our friends at Artscroll are offering uh, 30% off and free shipping on the Chumash with Teachings of the Talmud full set. That's... Um, brand new and that again you need promo code radio plus 30% off of all weekly Parsha books if you use promo code radio so the sale might be over at Art Scroll, but it ain't over for our listeners use promo code radio promo code radio all the time at artscroll.com alrighty Monday morning it's JM in the AM with Yehuda Glantz
JM in the AM, Monday morning, as we uh, continue with a uh, back-to-work edition of JM in the AM. Shlomo Katz, Libu of Surrey, Kalan Hashemah, done by uh, Yaakov Shweki. Shlomi Taisig, we call him a Sameach. You heard Yehuda Glantz to open up that set with Yibaneh and Muchrachim Lirkod. Gotta dance. A minute before 7 o'clock, Monday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world web at AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Hey, don't forget David Matlau with the world's largest Herzl collection. Coming up at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Feel free to zoom in at 8 o'clock Eastern Time uh, to see David Matlau and his Herzl collection. Uh, the Zoom ID is 814-353-5064, 814-353-5064. The password is lowercase jmam, 814-353-5064, the lowercase jmam is the password. Golly, on the background with our news from Israel coming up and plenty more. One hour away from David Matlow. Tomorrow, Rabbi Dr. Josh Joseph. He is the brand new executive vice president, chief operating officer at the OU. Rabbi Dr. Josh Joseph tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next on a Monday. Galay Tzal, Mirushalayim, Asha'a 2. Shalom Rav, Kan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. העלייה בחולי קורונה, הממשלה דנה בשעה זו על הגבלות נוספות. כתובתנו המדינית מוריה אסרה פולברג. גם בשעה זו מכונסים שרי הממשלה ודנים בהגבלות השונות שעל הפרק. משרד הבריאות דורש בין היתר להגביל את מספר הסועדים במסעדות ל-20 בני אדם בלבד, לסגור את הברים ובתי הכנסת ואת בתי הספר של החופש הגדול מכיתה ה' ומעלה. יושב ראש ישראל ביתנו, שר הביטחון לשעבר, אביגדור ליברמן, הגיב ביומן הצהריים על הטענות של גורם מודיעיני שפורסמו הלילה בניו יורק טיימס, ועל פיהם ישראל אחראית לתקיפה במתקן הגרעיני בנתאנז שבאיראן. בשיחה עם אמיר איבגי בגלי צה"ל, טען ליברמן, המדליף הוא גורם מודיעיני בכיר שרוצה להתברג בליכוד. כשפעם אחרי פעם, כשמופיעים תדרוכים בניו יורק טיימס, על סמך אותן שיחות עם אותו גורם מודיעיני, כולם יודעים. מי זה הגורם המדיני הבכיר הזה? וזאת פגיעה קשה במדיניות המימוד שלנו. מה שאני מצפה מראש הממשלה, שיסתום את הפה לאותו גורם, בפרט שהוא כבר התחיל את המסע הפריימריס שלו בתוך הליכוד. הדוקטור אודי קלינר, סגן ראש שירותי הציבור במשרד הבריאות, אומר בוועדת הקורונה שבכנסת, אני מעריך שהיום יש מעל 200 אחיות בחקירות נדבקים. המענה במוקד איכוני שב"כ ירד עד יום חמישי לדקות בודדות. כתבנו לענייני בריאות, מאיר מרציאנו שמע אותו. יש לנו מאות אנשים שעוסקים היום בחקירות אפידמיולוגיות. הפעם האחרונה שאני בדקתי זה היה לפני מספר ימים, זה היה 180 אחיות שעובדות, ומאות סטודנטים בגיוס, ועוד עשרות אחיות שבתהליך קליטה. כבר היום המענה ירד והוא לא טוב עדיין לרמה של שעה ומשהו, עד יום חמישי זה יגיע לרמה של דקות בודדות. ראש הממשלה הפלסטיני מוחמד אשטייה דורש מישראל לסגור את כל המעברים שמובילים לשטחי הרשות ואמר כי הוא יבקש מהאו"ם לפקח על כך. עוד ביקש אשטייה מהפועלים הפלסטינים שעובדים בישראל להישאר ללון במקומות העבודה שלהם ולהימנע מכניסה לשטחי הרשות. זאת לדבריו משום שכחמישית מההדבקות בשטחים הפלסטינים הן תוצאה של מעבר אנשים מישראל לרשות. ידיעה שמסר כתבת הערבים דורון קדוש. 
בעקבות סדרת הכתבות שמיים סגורים בגלי צה"ל, רשות האוכלוסין וההגירה תצטרך למסור לוועדת הקורונה של הכנסת בתוך שבוע פתרון לאיסור כניסת בני ובנות זוג זרים לארץ. נציג הרשות, יואל איפרוביצקי, אמר בדיון בוועדה, אנחנו מגבשים פתרון. כתבנו יובל הראל שמע אותו. אנחנו מנסים למצוא קריטריונים פשוטים ונכונים ומאוזנים, וכפי שציינתי, הזוגות, אתם מתפרצים לדלת פתוחה, זה נמצא אצלנו כרגע בדיונים, ואני מאוד מקווה שבימים הקרובים... ומזג האוויר למחר ללא שינוי במידות החום. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Oh, God, I'm going to see you again. 
J.M. in the A.M. A group called Yidden featuring uh, Mordechai Tischler. Uh, Moshe, Moshe Tischler, rather, sorry. Uh, featuring Moshe Tischler with that brand new medley. Va'anachnu and Li Yishuascha, both done by Aryeh Kunstler. You heard Eitan Freilich open up the hour with Bowie Kala from his wedding classics. Monday morning broadcast, J.M. in the A.M. 77 degrees, scattered thunderstorms this afternoon, a high temperature of 89. Hello, hello, everybody, and thanks for joining us. Coming up at 8 o'clock, you could zoom in and see part of David Matlow's Herzl collection, specifically Herzl items that have to do with the USA. Uh, we're doing it that way because it's 4th of July weekend. Uh, here's our Zoom ID. You want to use 814 353 5064. 814 353 5064. The password is lowercase jmam. We'll start that at 8 o'clock this morning and uh, very much looking forward to it. David Matlow, as you know from the last time we did this, has an incredible collection of Herzl items. And uh, we get to uh, see some of it up close and personal through Zoom at 8 o'clock Eastern Time this morning right here at JM in the AM.
Michal Przanski, Mitzvah Habali Adacha Al Tachmit Sena. Before that, the uh, Waterbury Yeshiva with Mishoch. Monday morning, it's JM in the AM. Don't forget, David Matlow joins us at 8 o'clock with the Herzl Collection. And uh, you could zoom in and participate with Zoom ID 814-353-5064. 814-353-5064. Password is lowercase JMAM. David Matlow at 8 o'clock this morning Eastern Time here at JM in the AM. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Morning. The Ikravoda, our main service of Hashem, is to work on our Amuna, to experience the world's events through the eyes of Amuna. After 120 years, the questions will be asked to a person Did you deal faithfully? When an individual makes an investment, he doesn't just leave it, but constantly sees how he can improve on it. If it's real estate, he'll flip it, he'll sell it. Similarly, when we're young, we have a certain belief in emunah, but as we get older, we are supposed to constantly strive to broaden and deepen that belief. The Michta Melio states that attaining a level of pure emunah is difficult. Even with regard to Avraham Avinu, he is the one who is deemed to have achieved a high level of Amuna. Yet the Pasuk says, And he trusted in Hashem, and Hashem considered it to him as tzedakah, righteousness. How does a person hope to perfect our own level of Amuna? In fact, there are multiple degrees of Amuna. Understandably, Avraham Avinu's level was at the highest. But you and I, we can strengthen our own personal level of amuna, no matter what the situation or circumstances. One of the candles that a certain woman would light would burn out each week. It was understandable if all went out, or a few, but each week only one candle would extinguish. She felt that it indicated a certain shortcoming in herself. She wanted to rectify it. She made a cheshben and nefesh, a personal accounting, and concluded that she should work on the midah of kas, anger. Often, she didn't remain even-tempered and would become angry even at her own children. Under pressure, even her shalom bias had become affected. She determined that the reason the candle was being extinguished was to let her know she should extinguish the fire of her own anger. The following week, she worked diligently to control her anger with a lot of signs of success. She noted when she lit the candles that one began to flicker and would soon go out. She turned her eyes to Hashem. You are my father. I know you are trying to teach me something with this candle. If it is true that you want me to conquer my anger, Please let the candle continue burning. I know full well that I continue to get angry, but I will try to overcome this mida. However, if you will forgive me and burn like the other candles, I know I don't deserve to have an open miracle, but it would be a sign for me that would warm my heart. She instinctively looked at the candle 
that was going out and went to tend to her children who were waiting. When she came back 15 minutes later, the candle that was almost extinguished was somehow shining brightly. Its flame was full-sized, burning even more brightly than the other candles. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Oh
Monday morning, JM in the AM. Not bad, huh? Yesy Green medley done by Avramo, done by Avram Freed here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Tarragon will join us from Israel. Uh, we moved that conversation from the uh, middle of the 7 o'clock hour to uh, 8.40 a.m. Eastern time. Rabbi Tarragon will join us from Israel coming up here at JM in the AM. Coming up at 8 o'clock, David Matlow, part two of his uh, JM in the AM exclusive tour of the Herzl uh, collection that he has, and uh, he has specifically set aside items today that relate um, Herzl to the United States of America because it's 4th of July weekend. So we'll do that coming up here at JMM. Very, very much looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun as the last session with David Matlow was. Uh, if you want to zoom in and see the collection, if you want to zoom in and see the presentation of Herzl items, our Zoom ID is 814-353-5064, 814-353-5064. The password is lowercase J-M-A-M. Again, it's eight, uh, 814-353-5064, password is J-M-A-M. 
and we'll do that at 8 o'clock just about uh, 12 minutes from now. Uh, I guess we'll open up that Zoom room in six, seven minutes from now here at the Nahum Siegel Network. So we're very much looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. This poor, on tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning on this program, by Dr. Josh Joseph, who is the brand new Executive Vice President, Chief Operating Officer at the OU. Rabbi Dr. Josh Joseph, uh, the um, Executive Vice President, Chief Operating Officer at the OU. He is going to join us for what I will consider a historic and noteworthy interview. Historic in nature, and frankly, I'm just looking forward to it. He is an unbelievable friend, an incredible person, and the OU is going to benefit from his leadership, uh, as will the entire Jewish world. Uh, so that's all coming up here at uh, JM and the AM tomorrow morning. At about, we'll do that at 8 o'clock, right? 8 o'clock tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Had some incredible A&H hot dogs last night right off the grill. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best. Serving the kosher world since 1954. Now available at every Trader Joe's nationwide. Go to kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net. Get a 10% discount with promo code radio. Kosherdogs.net, 10% discount with promo code radio. Also, our friends at Artscroll encourage you to use promo code radio. The full set of Chumash with teachings of the Talmud is now available at 30% off and free shipping. My gosh, this promo code is worthwhile. 30% off and free shipping off the full set. It's called the Chumash with teachings of the Talmud. If you use promo code radio. Also, all weekly Parsha books. 30% 30% off if you use promo code radio. Boy, oh boy. That promo code is proving to be very valuable. Uh, information, go to artscroll.com. Again, artscroll.com. Yoni Z is next at JM in the AM.
That's Yoni Z here at JM in the AM, La Netzach. Well, we're about six minutes away from the start of our Zoom session with David Matlow and the world's largest Herzl collection, part two. Uh, remember, he was with us a couple of months back. We had an amazing session with him today. He'll be concentrating on the items uh, that uh, relate Herzl to the United States of America. There are items like that, and it's, of course, Fourth of July weekend. So we'll be doing that. Also, Mayor Weingarten, of course, is going to join me. Uh, with commentary and more. We've learned a lot about Theodore Herzl since the last time David was on. So Mayor and I will have a chance to discuss some of that. And you're invited to Zoom in right now. It's a Zoom code 814-353-5064. 814-353-5064. We'll make an attempt to get it to Facebook Live, but that doesn't always work for us. So your best bet to see <laughs> to see the collection is uh, the Zoom ID 814-353-5064. The password is lowercase J-M-A-M. Again, 814-353-5064. And the password is lowercase J-M-A-M. So feel free to Zoom in now. We'll start just a few minutes from now with our part two of the Herzl Collection at J-M in the A-M. Hash 
Final call, those who want to get in on our Zoom call, you can Zoom in right now and participate. David Matlow is about to uh, reveal to us and enjoy with us some great Herzl items, especially those that relate to the United States of America on this 4th of July weekend. We just posted the Zoom ID in our app. So if you are on the app right now, you can uh, you can see that our Zoom ID is there, and you can check it out. 814-353-5064. Again, that's 814-353-5064. 814-353-5064. The password is lowercase J-M-A-M. Password is lowercase J-M-A-M. We're talking about 4th of July weekend. We felt we had to open with this selection. Plenty more coming up, including David Matlow. If you keep it at JM in the AM. Uh-huh. 
How can we acknowledge the 4th of July and uh, modern Jewish history without playing Eretz Tzvi, the theme of Operation Jonathan, Mivtsa Yonatan, from July the 4th, 44 years ago, 1976. Well, you know what we're doing this morning? We're introducing again David Matlau, who is uh, the, uh, uh, the person who presides over the world's largest Herzl collection. He has specific items that he feels will be really fitting for 4th of July weekend, so we figured this would be great timing. To bring him on, Mayor Weingarten, of course, is joining me. We'll introduce him as well in just a moment. And we are on Facebook Live, which means not only can you watch right now at Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, watch the whole thing right now, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, but feel free to share it with all of your friends on Facebook as well. David Matlow, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Nachum, for having me, and happy 4th of July weekend to all of our American friends. Happy I'm up here in Canada. <laughs> happy 4th is right. Happy Entebbe Day. Happy 4th of July. And it's a pleasure uh, to have you with us. In a moment, I'll let you know who is sharing the spotlight with us here from the uh, NSN studios. Mayor Weingarten, Mar Weingarten, shalom, shalom, welcome back. And w- and it's not easy for Mayor. He's doing a show live at 9 a.m. It's not easy for him to join us uh, within an hour before, but I thank him. Shalom and Boker Tov. Shalom, Boker Tov, Mar Segal Halevi, Mashlomcha. Baruch Hashem. We have the privilege of having David Matlau with us. Uh, let me bring David up to date as to who is now in our studio. 
Uh, as David knows, <laughs> Mayor's already laughing. As David knows, uh, we we not only have a, a specific person in our studio with us, we actually have a historic scene with that person in our studio. This, of course, is uh, is the Theodore Herzl. We are talking about the Herzl Collection. He is uh, at the uh, Three Kings Hotel uh, in the Basel, Switzerland. He is uh, looking out over his balcony at the river and dreaming about what could be. And it's funny, uh, and I, I have to repeat this because it's something that I shared last week with everybody fast from Nefesh Benefesh. What a privilege it is to dream about something and realize that dream in one's lifetime. Herzl knew, and David, I think you'd agree with this, Herzl knew that he was dreaming and planning and likely would not see that dream materialize in his lifetime. Would you think that's right? I think that's right. He was a, uh, he was not well, so that, that scene on the balcony, that was in... Uh, um, 1901. He died in 1904. He was not well. He was told by his doctors, slow down. Uh, otherwise, you're, you're going to die from your ailments. And he said, I, had too, I have too much to do, and I got to keep working hard. So he died at 44. Um, he had hoped that he would live to, to see the realization of his dream. But he knew, like Moshe Rabbeinu, I, I guess he, he didn't quite make it. In, into the land that he, that the promised land and the land that he promised the Jewish people, but it happened. Yeah, and I know that uh, we have cited that comparison often. Um, all right. In addition to that, David, we are uh, joined by some historical figures in a very unusual uh, format um, because they obviously could not be with us live and in person. But we are enjoying our. Uh, <laughs> I think you've seen this before. We are enjoying our Herzl. Golda Meir, David Ben Gurion, um, um, uh, what's the name of the company? Soda Stream, Soda Stream bottles. So we have that in our collection. And now, let me bring you up to date on a couple of other developments here in our studio. As our crowd just grew, most people in these isolated studios during COVID nineteen uh, have no people with them. I keep getting more and more of a bigger and bigger crowd because of the generosity of a very close friend. And the recommendation of David Matlow, uh, we have here the Herzl figurine, uh, and we should give. And David, you know, I said to I said to Mayor uh, when he when he hopped on this idea, I said if David Matlow is endorsing this website, it's got to be high quality stuff. And sure enough, we get this delivery, and it is really high quality, done very very well. And the website for those of you who would uh, who would like to uh, know about it, the website is I had it here a second ago. David, you remember it offhand? Piece of history. P-I-E-C-E dash of dash history. I think it's dot com. Uh, Pieceofhistory.com. And as David said, there's dashes in between all of that. Pieceofhistory.com. I think I had taken uh, everything off the box that I wanted to uh, share with everybody except for the website, which I wanted to share. And then, and then, David, this amazing development. Herzl is not alone when it comes to visionaries in our studio anymore. Because of the generosity of a close friend, we now have, you know who that is? Hold it closer. Hold it closer to the. That's Jabotinsky. Benjamin Zev Jabotinsky has joined us as well. So now we are under the. David, the pressure is on. We're not simply under the watchful eye of Herzl during these sessions anymore. We're under the watchful eye of both Herzl 
and Jabotinsky. So if I were you, I'd really make sure to step up your game and, and really be as uh, as great as you always are. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it looks like you're starting to compete with me on Herzl Collection. So <laughs> I hope I don't see you on the opposite side of auctions. It, it's funny because Mayer and I have decided that we're getting closer. I believe it's now 10,000 to 2. I think that's the official score in terms of Herzl items. I think you're, you're leading 10,000 to 2. <laughs> Well, for those watching on Zoom or Facebook, in behind me is the collection, and there's Herzl, as always, over my shoulder. He's always there. Keep coming. He's always there. Mayor, uh, I'm going to reveal a couple of things of the – a couple of things. First of all, I didn't even realize, and I know this is not our topic, but I didn't realize, Mayor, that Jabotinsky passed away in the United States, actually in New New York State during a fundraising trip. In this summertime at Camp Beitar. Right. Which is he amazing. Visit- yes, he was visiting uh, here. He was he was also already wiped out and and not doing well health wise. Don't forget he'd been in prison by the British, the army, running around Europe. He'd been in the Jewish Legion, so by by this time and he was fundraising and and he was also expelled from Israel. Sixty from years old, he passed Eretz away. Israel, yeah. The Jewish leaders um, have a lot on their plate. Herzl passed away very young. Jabotinsky <laughs> passed away young. They're uh, that's right. It's difficult. And which and by the way, those in fundraising, be careful. As you see, that's uh, <laughs> it did him in. Uh, yeah, but the, these were not only fundraisers. No, no, believe me, I know. Yeah. And the other thing was. Um, Mayor, I stumbled upon this, and David, of course, you're going to – this will be no new news to you. I stumbled upon this. We actually just passed the secular yard site of Theodore Herzl. He passed away on the, on the 2nd or 3rd of July. July 3rd, July 3rd. and uh, the 20th of Tammuz, which this year is July the 12th. <laughs> Figures you would have that at your fingertips. So, yeah, July the uh, – what did you say, July the, tw- the 12th? 12th. July the 12th. Uh, we'll make sure to mention the uh, the passing of Theodore Herzl. That'll be the 20th of Tamos, his official yard site. And, uh, of course, many people have been uh, visitors to Har Herzl in Jerusalem. And speaking of Jerusalem, and Dave, David, I will turn this over to you in a second. I have one last point I wanted to make to everybody because since you've been on, Mayor and I have been, you know, really, uh, d- d- you know, the, the Herzl juices have been going. Let's put it that way. And Mayor sent to me... Uh, a a an article a piece that was done on Herzl's only visit to Jerusalem. Herzl visited Jerusalem in the autumn of 1898. Mayor, am I correct? It was the only time. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. You the, can ask David. That's correct. <laughs> the only yeah. time. I agree with Mayor. The only time that Herzl visited Jerusalem. Is there any? I mean, th- this is not fair. We should do this another time. I think at, at some point. We should spend a morning, or at least a few minutes during one of these sessions, talking about that specific visit. Because I, I can only imagine, and I wish I could read the Hebrew as well as Mayer can, uh, I, I, I could only imagine how historic and how enlightening that journey was uh, to Jerusalem for him. So we'll do that hopefully one of these days. Please, God. I just want to mention, yeah. Nachum, that uh, both Jabotinsky and Herzl died outside of Eretz Israel. Both of them, uh, Herzl specifically wrote, um, David can speak to that, that he wanted to be tr- his bones to be transferred to the Jewish state when it when it uh, uh, rises and they were is established. And, and Jabotinsky, I, I, I don't think he expected his death, so maybe he didn't write it. 
but his bones eventually, after David Ben-Gurion was no longer prime minister because he wouldn't allow it, right. uh, the bones of Jabotinsky also, and they're both buried on her hurts. And I've, and I've said to you more than once that my father had always been uh, somebody who was makbid. How do you say makbid in English? He was uh, stringent. He was stringent and careful to always give credit because for some reason, people people mistakenly, historically gave credit to the wrong prime minister of who brought Jabotinsky's remains to Israel. The credit does go to Levi Eshkol, Levi Eshkol for yes. bringing Jabotinsky to Israel. David Matlow, 4th of July, you said there are actual items that relate Theodore Herzl to the United States of America. Why don't we start? Go right ahead, sir. Sure. Well, again, thanks very much. There are a number of items in my collection. I have the world's largest Herzl collection, as you might have heard for listeners <laughs> who were here on the last segment. And really tying in the dream of America, of liberty and freedom, and the, the way America was born, that was just celebrated uh, over the weekend, and the dream and the aspirations of Zionism. And so in, in American culture, there, was all, there have always been connections between iconic imagery of the United States and Zionism. So I, I have a few items which I will share with you, and uh, I'll describe them for those who are listening. The first and earliest item I have is this document. It's really a um, program for a co uh, conference of the Knights of Zion, a fraternal organization that met in 1905. This was their eighth convention. So it means they were founded shortly after the first Zionist Congress uh, in 1897. It's about six inches by 12 inches. It's a booklet. And on the cover is the American flag. I think there were only 48 stars at the time. And uh, the Zionist flag, which later became the flag of the state of Israel. Uh, this organization, I, and I can read from the book, from the book that they met in St. Louis at the end of 1905. And they raised money for the Jewish Colonial Trust and the Jewish National Fund as a fraternal organization. But what's interesting on the cover is a quote by John Hay. John Hay was secretary to Abraham Lincoln. He was the secretary of state under Presidents McKinley and Roosevelt. Uh, he negotiated the treaty for the Panama Canal. It's named for him. And on the cover, and this was not important by the Zionists to say at the time, participation in the Zionist movement cannot in the faintest degree discredit the loyalty of American Jews. And it's a quote by John Hay, and it was felt important by the Zionists at the time to, to make that point. Very nice. Then the next item, um, as we talked about last time, Theodore Herzl in 1896 wrote Midinat HaYehudim, the Jewish state. And that was his, uh, his launching point into the cause of Zionism. I'm holding up to the uh, camera a, a book. It's about six inches by 10 inches. It's Der Judenstadt, which is in Yiddish, uh, a Yiddish version. This one was printed in Boston, and on the cover is a picture of Herzl and both the American flag and the Zionist flag, again, connecting the aspirations of Zionism and the creation of a Jewish state to the aspiration of, of and the ideals of the United States. And this is a theme that's seen a number of times. In 1914, 
the uh, Hebrew publishing company whose office was on Canal Street, not far from where Nahum is sitting right now, That's right. came out with a series of 110 postcards. They were one cent each, so you can get the whole set for $1.10. Now a complete set is, I don't know, $10,000. Wow. But there were three cards of the 110. There are a lot of Shana Tova cards, uh, uh, Jewish holidays, some Yiddish jokes that I don't, don't understand on many of them. But here are three of the set. I'm holding, this is obviously a postcard size. There's the uh, American flag, again in the Zionist flag, Theodore Herzl in the middle, and in the six triangles around, I guess Herzl is in the hexagon in the middle of him, again, David, and, and surrounded by Wolfson, Nachum Sokolov, Israel Zangwill, uh, luminaries of the Zionist uh, movement at the time. But again, the U.S. flag. The next card in the set, and this just dispenses with the people, but this really says a lot about the views of American Jews and American Zionists to Israel. There's a Magen David, again, with the um, U.S. flag and the Zionist flag, and in the middle are just two hands shaking, shaking each other. So this... Uh, Handshakes are something that people used to do before the <laughs> coronavirus, for those who don't remember. Yeah, I remember. But in 19, I guess this was in 1914, before the Spanish influence of 1918. And it is really the sign of brotherhood between Jews of America and the Zionist inspiration. The third card doesn't have a Zionist flag in it, but it is so weird and good that I had to show it. It has the U.S. flag, and if anyone out there has any ability to explain this, please do. This is a polar bear holding a sign that says Shana Tova, looks like, and in Yiddish it says North Pole, and there is the U.S. flag. So if anyone has any explanation about a polar bear wishing Shana Tova on the North Pole with the U.S. flag, please the only thing, the know. only The only thing I can think of is the, uh, is the, um, is the association of the uh, new year with honey. And bears love honey. That's about the only thing I can think of. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best All one the I've heard so far. Could it be that this was around the time that uh, the American explorers first got to the North Pole? Interesting. Possibly. Could I'm going to look up uh, Google. Could be. Anyway, this is a beautiful card. That, what? Not Herzl, but it was just too good. <laughs> the next item I'm showing is on Machberet that we used to have when we were in in day school or cheder. Again, this is by the Hebrew Publishing Company on Canal. On uh, This is on Delancey Street at the time. This is from mm -hmm. 1917. It says on the top, Machberet Herzl. There is a picture of Herzl in uh, oval. And again, to the, the U.S. flag and the Zionist flag beside him. I say this is from 1917, 1918, because on the back, is the Balfour Declaration in wow. Hebrew and in English. And the Balfour Declaration, November 2nd, 1917, wow. with a beautiful image of a lion wow. and Yerushalayim in silhouette. And on this side has the Zionist flag and the British flag because of the Balfour Declaration. Right. And you know, note on top the word Habisora, like the good news, Bisora to you know. Mayor David just gave me a good idea for Balfour Day. We should really be, I don't think we've ever done that. I don't think we've ever gone through the Balfour Declaration with everybody. What a okay. great idea. We, we might have one yeah. upon a time on Yom Atzimot, Yeah. All right. Who remembers? We'll save we that. Don't. We'll save that for a Balfour day. The, the next item to share 
is um, there was a World's Fair, there have been a number of World's Fairs in New York City in 1939, which was to honor the 150th anniversary of the inauguration of George Washington, which was in New York City in 1789. So there was a decision by New York fathers and either leaders in 1939 to have a World's Fair in Flushing. And there was a Jewish Palestine pavilion there. Even though there was not a state of Israel, the um, Zionist movement of America, together with the uh, leadership of the Yeshuv, wanted to show the world that that this nation that Herzl envisioned uh, was in formation. And, and so there was, uh, beside the pavilions of Canada and Norway and the United States and Finland and Russia and others, a Jewish Palestine pavilion. And this, was a, this came from the archives, which are maintained in the New York Public Library. So I'm holding up a picture. This is in front of the Zionist, uh, the Jewish Palestine Pavilion. There's uh, three figures, which was above the doorway. And there are two women, young ladies, holding the American flag and the Zionist flag. And it's hard to see, but they're standing in front of a, of a bust of Theodore Herzl. Yep, we see. Because this was... Herzl Day at the World's Fair, July 25th, 1940. I said 1939, but it ran for two years. The, the World War broke out, World War II, September 1st, 1939, broke out in the middle of the World's Fair. Um, so there was a bust of Herzl that was brought for Herzl Day at the World's Fair. And the, the um, notation with this picture names the two women who were standing by Herzl's sculpture on July 25th, 1940, almost 80 years ago. So maybe uh, these women, if they're alive, would be about 100, but maybe their children or grandchildren are listening to your show. Edith Buxpen or Evelyn Wenkel were leaders of Junior Hadassah in 1940. <laughs> this is them. And I mentioned they're standing in front of a portrait of Herzl. When I was on your show, Nothing, last time, I mentioned the Herzl School in Chicago, right. a public school um, named after Theodor Herzl in 1915. The Jewish, the Zionist leadership of Chicago commissioned Boris Schatz, who was the founder of the Bezalel School in Jerusalem, to create a sculpture of Herzl. It's about, I was going to say, a meter tall, three feet, three inches tall. Um, a giant bust of Herzl, which was made by Borschatz in Jerusalem and was uh, sent to Chicago to sit in the lobby of the Herzl School. It obviously moved in 1939 for a week or a few days to be at the uh, Jewish Palestine Pavilion. It's exactly the same sculpture. And that sculpture now sits in the Jewish Federation building in Chicago. And, uh, David, I know that, that our, our audience probably caught this, obviously, and, and you've emphasized when this took place, this World Fair. But imagine 1939, 1940, in the context of Jewish history, and this was what they felt was needed at the World's Fair, a recognition of Palestine. And it's, uh, it's really the, the, the irony, the, 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 the in incredible... Uh, juxtaposition of what's going on in Europe and what's about to happen to the Jewish communities there and what's already happening to Jewish communities there and how Israel is being celebrated halfway. Israel, which hasn't been born yet, is being celebrated halfway around the world. It was the second most popular pavilion at the World's Fair. Uh, Albert Einstein uh, 
there's pictures of Albert Einstein visiting it, and it became a rallying point because uh, I think it was in August of 1939, the British White Paper came out, which limited immigration to Eretz Israel right at the time that um, the Jews of Europe needed that right. refuge. And so the Jewish Palestine Pavilion became a place where people would come convene and rally and protest, interestingly, at the World's Fair on behalf of the besieged Jews of Europe. Unbelievable. Quite interesting. Unbelievable. Uh, two, two more items. Um, this, this is, I'm showing a playbill because Broadway, again, if those who remember Broadway, and yes, it will be back <laughs> soon. Uh, this, it, there was a show in 1946 called A Flag is Born. So this is the playbill from that production. It was written by uh, uh, Hecht, who was a, 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 ben a uh, Ben Hecht. Ben Hecht. Ben Hecht, who was a very prominent writer and 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 part of the the um, um, it was produced by the um, League for a Free Palestine, which was really trying to uh, bolster the forces uh, in Israel at the time. So this play was a fundraiser on behalf of the um, the Yeshuv, the Jews in Palestine, to the proceeds from this play went to buy a a ship that brought illegal immigrants to Palestine in 1946, which was called the Ben Hecht as a result of this. But uh, I'm holding it up. But the description is there are three Chalutzim pioneers holding the Israeli flag and in behind them mm. are American revolutionary soldiers with the fife and drum, the old iconic imagery of America tying the aspirations again of the creation of the state of Israel and freedom and sovereignty for the Jewish people with the, with the aspirations of the, those in the Revolutionary War for freedom from, from the British. Unbelievable. And lastly, the Herzl's dream came, came true, of course, with the Declaration of Independence, May 14, uh, 1948. This is sheet music published in Philadelphia. Again, you can see the uh, American flag uh, and the, at this point, the state of Israel. Mazel Tov, Israel. There's Herzl, Chaim Weizmann, and I don't, uh, obviously, an observant gentleman. And underneath is the quote, Ich war zurich in mein alter Chaim, which I think, based on Google Translate, is I'm returning to my former life which I think, I, I assume he's meaning we're, we're returning to the place where we were born, where our, where our nation, where our religion was given birth. And so this is live, lach und sing, live, laugh and sing in celebration, Mazel Tov Yisrael from Philadelphia. And it has the Weizmann and Herzl identification, but it doesn't identify the rabbi? It does not. Interesting. Uh, and, unless this is the writer, Mr. Joseph Feldman. Ah, I don't know. That could be. That could I be. don't know. Last piece. Um, for those, again, if you, there is such a thing as baseball, and it too will be back. <laughs> I created as part of my um, initiative what I call the Herzl Project to uh, talk about Herzl and uh, use him as an inspiration to pursue dreams and continue support for the state of Israel. 
I created a mascot, which I call Theo. And last year at Jewish Heritage Day, Theo was at City Field. And he, this is a picture I'm holding up. Theo, the Herzl mascot with Mr. Met at City Field. Um, again, there's nothing as American as baseball. And so this, uh, there's very few connections between Herzl and baseball. But that's what I wanted to show to, to, your, uh, to your audience. So that the idea of connecting the dream of Israel, the dream of Zionism with America is historic. And of course, Israel's, uh, America's continued support uh, for Israel is unparalleled in, in the world. And it, it comes from somewhere and it's 100 years old, Un hundreds of years old. Unbelievable. Mayor, you had a... Out, yeah, we should point out, well, a couple of things. One I sent you about the North Pole. Uh, yes. I don't remember the the date, the year of that postcard. Yeah, what was the date of the nineteen fourteen? Nineteen fourteen. Okay, so um, what I ch I looked up and that in nineteen oh nine, the uh, Admiral Perry uh, is said to have uh, first been to the North Pole. So maybe that was still in, under that uh, impression. Um, I, I think it's a, a a good thing to note that just like Israel has the connection. And before its founding, the support of so many in America, when America was founded in 1776, the, the founding fathers of America saw the Jewish people and their story as an inspiration. And, and it, the suggestion of, uh, of the parting of the sea to be one of the uh, icons of the new uh, state by, I think it was Benjamin Franklin and the Jewish people leaving Egypt and so forth, the idea of freedom and liberty. There was a tremendous connection between uh, the the Jewish faith and the idea of Am Yisrael and the founders. No question about it. And of course, it, when you travel this country, especially in the Northeast, you will see so many cities <laughs> named for biblical cities and towns. I mean, the truth is really all over the country. Uh, but but certainly Shiloh, Bethel. Oh yeah, but Lebanon, <laughs> right? <laughs> but they really they really took it to the extreme. Um, but when you travel through so many states, you see so many uh, references to the uh, to the Bible, and of course, what we now refer to as Eretz Israel or the State of Israel. Um, uh, so I want to uh, I want to thank uh, David Matlow very much. Everybody out there who's interested in the figurines. Um, that we uh, displayed earlier. The website is peace-of-history.com. That's peace-of-history.com. We've been uh, enjoying this presentation in our studio with both Theodore Herzl and uh, with, uh, uh, with uh, uh, Benjamin Zev Jabotinsky. And Zev Jabotinsky. And Nachum, if I may, if people are interested in more Herzl, I have... Uh, my Herzl Collection website, www.herzlcollection.com. Hours and hours and hours of Herzl fun. Uh, in addition to that, David is now responsible for a very sticky situation I'm now in because according to one of our listeners who's been commenting, he says, Nahum, how can't you love the Mets now? I don't know. Uh, being a lifelong Yankee fan, now that they've welcomed Theodore Herzl to City Field, I might have to uh, reconsider things because <laughs> that is actually quite a good point. Where is Theo right now? Is Theo in your house? Where is he right now? No, Theo is in residence. I see Alicia Post of the American Zionist Movement is watching now. Theo is in residence at the American Zionist Movement in New York. The wow. border has been closed since March, so we can't get Theo back. Here, 
Uh, he was supposed to be in the Celebrate Israel parade in June that was canceled. He's been in the parade a number of times. And so if there's anyone in the New York area who would like to host Theo and has a body to put inside of it, please, uh, I'm Al Alicia's here uh, at the American Scientist Movement. It can't cross the border until the border opens up again, All hopefully right. soon. All right. Uh, thank you, because now we have to be in touch with Alicia, because I think the next time you're on, David, for part three of the Herzl Collection with JM and the AM, I think I'm going to have to make sure that someone's dressed in that Theo uh, uh, costume here in the studio. We're going to up our game. We're going to go from the figurine of Herzl on the balcony to the figurines of Herzl and Jabotinsky, and now we're going to try to do this with – oh, uh, Mayor, I, I see you're looking at me. You're looking at me a little worried that I may ask you to don the Theo no, outfit. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not donning the Theo outfit. I'm not even a baseball fan. So. Herzl is always about going big, bigger, best, and making impossible dreams come true. So putting a mascot on the radio, let's try it. Uh, believe you me, I'm into that. All right, Mayor, a quick preview at 9 a.m. What do people expect on the Nahum Siegel Network? Well, we will talk a little bit about some uh, one of the American uh, early presidents and Israel. And uh, we will uh, also speak about what's going on in Israel with the resurgence of the COVID-19. Just on the headlines, literally minutes ago, the new uh, quarantining issue, uh, stricture, restrictions in Israel. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, these uh, series of six very strange explosions that have taken place in Iran over the past week and so uh, it's a real wonderment what's going on over there that is a uh, that's an understatement and uh, would you could I, I don't want to I don't want to steal your thunder so don't feel you have to answer but would you call Israel back under complete lockdown or you wouldn't would no not, no no not under complete, not complete lockdown. lockdown but they've they've curtailed a lot listener Panina says thank you for a wonderful presentation amazing connections between America and Israel Listener Yitzchak says thank you for the wonderful presentation. And uh, and David, we say thank you for the wonderful presentation. Stay well, my friend, and uh, keep it coming. Keep the, uh, keep the, you know, one thing we have learned in this country and other places over the last month is the importance of keeping history alive. And David, you're doing that with us on a, and by yourself uh, and with a lot of other people on a regular basis. So thank you very, very much. Thank you. And everyone, please stay safe. There you have it, everybody. Another amazing presentation by David Matlow. I thank him. We're going to end our Zoom meeting and our Facebook Live, and we are going to continue with more at JM in the AM. Peaceofhistory.com, peace-of-history.com for the figurines. As I and, and I have zero, I have nothing to do with it. It's not, I, it's not my website or anything like that. Uh, it is simply uh, they've done an amazing job with these figurines from modern Jewish history, uh, and you can have a lot of fun with them um, just like we are here in the studio. So simple as that. If you're interested, go to their website. More coming up. This is JM in the AM. They tell you that you're too small to make a difference. They tell you that you're too weak to go the distance. But take the first step and you'll see that you can go far. They tell you that you're too lost to be inspired. They tell you that you're too short to reach up higher. But they're not feeling the passion that lives in your heart. Oh, just trust in yourself and show them who you really are.
it, but you pushed to the limit and see now what could be achieved. Oh, you showed them the world can be changed if you only J.M. and the A.M. Well, everyone's going to be interested in this conversation because uh, Jewish unity is going to be our big topic in just a moment. But first, anybody with uh, anybody who is planning on heading to Israel as students, anybody who uh, uh, anybody who's a parent out there who has a child who is scheduled to head to Israel as a student, you might want to really pay careful attention to this conversation. With us live via telephone from Israel is our wonderful friend Rabbi Ruvain Tarragon. Dean of uh, Overseas uh, Program at Yeshiva Dakotel, Educational Director at World Mizrahi, and he's with us live via telephone on a Monday morning. All right, Tarragon, welcome back to JM in the AM. Great to be here, Nachum. Yishikoch for all your great work. I appreciate that very much. We have a couple of things we need to get to, and we'll talk about Vayichan in a moment, but first let's start with the latest. You are the Dean of Overseas Students and Dean of Overseas Program at Yeshiva Dakotel. Will there be overseas students. Will students from outside of Israel be allowed to participate in studies in Israeli yeshivot in the year 5781? That's obviously the question right now, and everyone here, especially in world Mizrahi, together with the yeshivot and Midrashot, is working on trying to sort that out. Thank God there is now permission 
for students who are on the Masa program to enter the country. Many of the yeshivot and seminaries do work with Masa, so that's a great solution for those groups. And we're working on trying to find solutions for yeshivot and seminaries not connected with Masa, um, and hopefully those will come through as well. Does that mean that Masa is also going to help students for that for this coming school year with um, with costs as well? Because they have been helpful in the past when it comes to tuition and payments to the yeshivas. That's another great question. As people saw in the press, Masa made very serious cuts, particularly for yeshiva and seminary students from the United States and from the U.K., a world Mizrahi has invested efforts together with other organizations from America and from England, like the OU, in getting Masa to put in more funding. And thank God we've been able to return a lot of that funding for those who need it from the United States, Canada, and UK. So thank God much of the Masa funding has now been returned and available, and we're working to try and make sure that there's as much funding available for those who need it in order to get to Israel for the year. On the first topic, or by Ruben Tarragon is with us from Israel, on the first topic, are, are there specific dates a young man or young woman who wants to study in Israel can, uh, can fly and arrive in Israel between a certain date and another deadline? Is, is it an open uh, situation? How would you describe it? So the dates depend on each school. You register with Masa for your particular school. The schools set up when their sessions, terms, years, whatever term you want to use, begin. And those are the dates you can arrive to attend that school. So the exact details of the particular school, you work out with your particular school and the registration, and it pays to do the registration in advance so that Mir Tashem in the right time, people will be able to come. So Yeshiva Rakotel, for instance, because that's who you're most closely associated with, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm saying this only for emphasis. I'm not, uh, not questioning. It, it would, it would seem at this point that you are as best prepared as possible uh, in terms of whatever the government tells you, Ministry of Health, etc. In terms of what regulations and and situations you want to make sure uh, to have in the yeshiva for those who are coming in from outside the country. It sounds like all that is ready to go, basically. And now you're simply just waiting for the students. Would that be right? We summarized it 100% correctly. We've definitely done everything that we think is necessary. One of the requirements from the government, obviously, is the quarantine and then the capsule method where students live in smaller groups, and we've set up yeshiva to function that way, and it's already functioning that way now uh, for students here now, and not just in Elo. So we're already ready working with students now and looking forward to welcoming students. Everyone should be healthy and well for Chodesh Elo. Uh, so if Chodesh Elul, and it's not an if, I know when it does begin, uh, the ver- the first day of Elul, it's a Thursday, Friday, Rosh Chodesh, so the first day of Elul is Friday. So that weekend, so to speak, I assume by Sunday, you would expect to see students from outside of Israel in your yeshiva. We definitely hope so, and different yeshivas are bringing different times as far as the quarantine. Right. And we hope we'll have students here before that as well. And uh, we're just davening that the situation should remain one, that students are able to enter. But for Hashem, a system has been worked out, at least for some of the schools, that students are able to do so in Mirza Hashem. So frankly, under your leadership, and with the help, of, I'm sure, of Mizrahi and some of the other yeshivot that you're working with, and the organizations you mentioned here in the United States, you basically have set up a situation right now in July of 2020 that's as best as can be, uh, with the Masa News, with the financial news, with the with the dates and the and, and just the fact that students can actually go to Israel news, uh, we're we're basically at the best place that anybody could have imagined for the early part of July 2020. 
I think you said it well, Nachum. I would just add that there's still things we'd like to accomplish. There are many yeshivot and seminaries that are not associated with Masa, so their entry visas have not been sorted yet, right. and that's something we're trying to work on as well. And on the fund on the funds level, some of the funding is still uh, missing, and there's always a need for funding, especially at this point. And uh, World Mizrahi is talking about possible initiatives to maybe work together with yeshivot and seminaries to try and do a major fundraiser on behalf of the year in Israel that would benefit yeshivot and seminaries from across the spectrum, which would be a tremendous kiddush Hashem and maybe takes us to our next topic, that when the Orthodox community works together on behalf of the things we all care about, we bring things forward in the most the best possible way. So a lot has been done, as you said, and there's still a lot to do that we're working on trying to get out in the right way. And it gives me great pride, and I'm sure many others in this audience great pride, that it seems that World Mizrahi is the organization, the umbrella, where all this unity and all this togetherness is taking place. Not a criticism, simply an observation that not every every, uh, organization, not every... uh, 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 or, or not every organizational place in Jewish life is always ready to reach out and form a coalition with everybody. It seems like the Mizrahi, under your leadership and others, is is willing and has demonstrated that they are willing to bring everybody under one umbrella and fight this battle together. And that is, a, a as you just mentioned, an important aspect of Jewish unity. I agree with every word you said. And I think part of what World Mizrahi brings to the table as well is that it's the only organization uh, for adults, you know, B'nai Akiva, for youth, that exists in all the countries and therefore can bring together not only the spectrum hashkafically, but also different countries in the effort. Right. This effort with Massa included the chief rabbis of England, Rabbi Sachs, the former chief rabbi, Rabbi Mervis now, which is also very important because it impacted them. And I'll mention that because we're already in the national institutions of the World Zionist Congress, we were able to play a role. And as we know, Baruch Hashem, there's another Orthodox party for the next round. There is a Kurdish, and they've expressed interest in trying to help. Right now, they're not yet in the Congress, but they've expressed interest in trying to help. And I think when they get in, the Orthodox community will be even better represented. And we look forward to being able to work together as one Torah community in trying to help our constituencies in the best possible way. Yeah, for those of us who've been skeptical about that, you have proven uh, that it seems that you're you're 100% right about it. And uh, thank God. Uh, many, many are, are, are going along with it. Thank God many realize that this is the way, in fact, to, to go about working together. Uh, meanwhile, Yeshiva Akotel presents a third worldwide Achdos Torah learning program to bring the Geula by bolstering Ahavas Yisrael, rebuild the base of Mikdash by reconnecting Klai Yisrael, join leading Rabbanim, educators, and speakers on July the 26th. This is the fifth day in the month of Av. Rabbi Tarragon, why has this date been chosen, and what is the uh, program going to be like? Yeah, so, you know, it's a great segue when we're talking about bringing our community together. The first Vayichan programs that took place before Shavuot really spark-plugged an Achdus movement. Over 120,000 people from 900 cities in 43 countries tuned in for the largest learning program in the history of Kalisrael since Mahmoud Har Sinai. And what's unique about the program is that it brought together speakers from around the world, and from different hashkafas, really for the first time. And people are very, very excited. And, you know, moving forward, we're doing now a program in English and a program in Hebrew for the Hebrew-speaking population of Eretz Yisrael, which unifies the Rabbanim in Eretz Yisrael. So we're expecting hundreds of thousands this time. I received thousands of emails from around the world of people who were so excited about this and wanted to get involved. And so we built committees representing communities around the world of people who are helping get the word out, helping advise how to make it best. And this time as well, we have a very broad 
spectrum of speakers, and as you mentioned, Chief Rabbi Rashi Yeshiva, psychologists speaking about the psychology of Avas Chinam. Ten tour guides who are giving tours of the places connected to the Beis Amikdash, the Churban, the holy cities of Eretz Yisrael. David Lichtenstein is doing the parent-child interviews again. There are going to be 11 shir in parallel in each slot, over 10 time slots. So we're talking about over 110 shir that will be available for the whole week. The reason the date was chosen to get to your question is, A, it's a Sunday, and B, the beginning of Shavu Shachalbo, right. the time when we're meant to focus most on Tisha B'Av. And like we did last time, the Sunday before Shavuot, it gives people a full week to be able to spend time listening to the various shiurim, reflecting on the themes of Tisha B'Av. And I recommend for people, learn together with Claudius Roll on the Sunday for those five hours, because that'll be a major part of being together, experiencing this together. If Lahabdul Elif Alfei Havdalas, People come together to watch the Super Bowl or other things in parallel. The Jewish people, the world of the Torah, should come together to learn about Avas Chinam, Tishabav, connecting to Eretz Yisrael. This is the first time in most of our lives where Jews can't come to Eretz Yisrael. Right. And the period when we're reflecting on it, we should get together to do that learning. And then each day during the week leading up to Tishabav, listen to a couple more shiurim connecting to the Churban, to Tishabav, to Avas Chinam. So we can enter Tishabav in the best possible way. And so many people told me that the Vayichan program prepared them for Shavuot. Here's an opportunity to prepare properly for Tishabav. You know, there was, uh, we know one thing. Well, I should say it this way. We're not sure if there's going to be a Super Bowl this year, but we are sure there's going to be a Vayichan this year. That's for sure. And July. We'll definitely do our best. And July 26th, everybody. July 26th. You have an opportunity to be part of this unique program. Obviously, we'll talk plenty more about it between now and when we get there on Sunday, July 26th. But it's a really, really impressive lineup with a really, really impressive international presence of rabbis, educators, psychologists, the entire list that are by Tarragon just mentioned. Here's my recommendation. Go to Vayichan.com. See what they're doing. See what they have planned for the 26th of July. It's three weeks away. you got time to repair. It's three weeks away, and it really can enhance your nine days and the whole topic of Avashinam and Vahaftalarei leading up, uh, obviously, to Tisha B'Av, which is happening on the 30th of July. Go to Vayichan.com. V-A-Y-I. C-H-A-N.com, Vayichan.com for all the details. For my Tarragon, as usual, I say thank you and continue your amazing efforts on behalf of the Jewish people. Thank you, Nachum, and Yishkoch to you for everything you do. Appreciate that very much. More coming up. It is a Monday morning edition of JM in the AM. Oh, yes. It's a Monday morning edition, all right. And um, at coming up at 9 o'clock, Mayor Weingarten, he's got the Israel Show. And a full day of great programming right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
Avi Peretz wrapping it up. Shalshelis Jr. before that. Achenu Yisrael and Achim our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JMM. Thanks to David Matlow. Thanks to Mayor Weingarten. Thanks to Rabbi Tarragon. Thanks to all of you for tuning in tomorrow morning. Rabbi Dr. Josh Joseph, he is the incoming Chief Operating Officer, Executive Vice President of the OU. We get to speak to him tomorrow morning here at JMM, and we are very, very much looking forward to that conversation. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.